Hello and welcome to Zags On Air. I am your host, Bobby Levitan, and we are back again with another amazing Gonzaga athlete, this time from the men's soccer team. And so let's welcome our guest. He is, again, on the men's soccer team from Poughkeepsie, New York, if I'm not mistaken, uh, Frankie Lukovic. Frankie, how are we doing? Good, good. Thank you for having me. Good. And I, I got that right, right? You're from Poughkeepsie? Yeah, yeah. And, and that's how you pronounce it. I don't want to pronounce it wrong. No, yeah, you got, you got a spot on. <laughs> Perfect. Um, so I want to start a little bit in your high school career before you sort of got to GU. I saw that you went to Shattuck St. Mary's, which is also obviously the same school as Demetrius Kagea and Wiley Trujillo. Was that where your friendship started with them? Because I know you and Demetrius are super close. Yeah, yeah, it did. Um, it was so it was my junior year of high school. So after my freshman and sophomore year in New York, I got seen at a tournament that I was playing in, and then invited out to trial at Shattuck for a week. And then, uh, then yeah, my my coach in New York actually was the one who told me to go because it'd be the best thing for me, and uh, he was right. And then there I got to meet D and uh, D and Wiley, and still very good friends with them today that's right so so how was your experience at Shattuck just overall I guess oh it was it was amazing it was definitely hard at first like I just turned 15 when I left home and uh it was really weird to begin with and so the first couple weeks maybe even the month was definitely a struggle but after that it ended up being the best honestly two of the best years of my life where I got to meet unreal people and uh have unreal experiences and the, the coaching and the the soccer was just another level too yeah i'm sure you know leaving home at such a young age definitely wasn't the easiest uh adjustment to make did it take a little bit to sort of get accustomed to everything and be on your own for the first time definitely definitely it did um i think the biggest thing was kind of just like not being able to like say if you have like an off day or something um or even if you're having like a rough day <laughs> Where right. you can just go home and and you have the family to talk to and see and stuff like that. So uh, in the beginning, that was the problem was like I didn't really have those bonds that I didn't build yet. And so um, on some of the days where it got hard, it was just you you just had yourself. So <laughs> right, no, definitely. And I feel like that sort of makes you sort of think, reflect a little bit more, and sort of think deeper and find things out about yourself that you sort of really didn't know existed. I feel like that's one of the good positives of being alone is it gives you sort of more time to be in your own thoughts. You know what I mean? Yeah. I couldn't agree more. Um, I also saw you, you also played for quick strike FC and and the soccer plus development Academy. Is that that That's correct. Yeah. That how, how, how was that experience for you? It was a, uh, it was really good. Actually. The, I started out at soccer plus Academy and, uh, I moved there from like the, the town I was playing in. Uh, in Poughkeepsie and it was it was great the the coach there the head coach there Eddie Evans he he worked me like personally to another level and uh, pushed me to another level and uh, he was never satisfied but <laughs> always satisfied at the same time right. so. <laughs> what, and, was, uh, was oh yeah go, go for it go for it and then I, I was just gonna add on that I, from there he left too quick strike and uh he that's why I left was to honestly just follow him. Got it. Was that were those two teams before Shattuck or was that after? Yeah, those two teams were before Shattuck. Before Shattuck, got it. Okay. So, uh, so now I, I want to talk about sort of your off off the field stuff because I saw you won the Holzinger Sportsmanship Award and you have a three point six three point six GPA as well as being an honor student, which is very impressive. What I want to know is how 
how tough has it been being able to balance, you know, being a D1 athlete as well as being a, a really good student in the classroom? Um, that's a good question. I, I honestly, my transition was, wasn't too difficult going to Gonzaga because at Shattuck, um, <laughs> it was kind of what they, it's known as like to be an athletic school. So our schedule was like Monday, Wednesday, Friday was, it's called blended class classes where if you're at Shattuck, then you go to class, but, um, you don't have to because you're always traveling with the team. And so it forced you, though, you had to be really responsible and stay on top of your stuff, as well as, like, actually look at the, like, class notes and stuff at Shattuck, where you right. you had to be ready to prepare yourself for the exam in the, in the class. So at Gonzaga, it was kind of the same thing, but obviously we're able to attend class more, which is super helpful. Do you have any, like, tips or tricks you taught yourself to sort of memorize the material a little better? Because <laughs> we all could use a new tip. <laughs> I do. I do have one, which is, this is going to sound uh, odd, but I, when I have, like, a really complicated topic or I'm, I'm just kind of behind because of traveling, I'll, uh, I'll go on YouTube and I'll li- literally look up whatever the topic is and put four beginners or four dummies, and, and it helps so much. <laughs> oh, that's actually so smart. Because yeah. I've always, because I've tried going online too and looking up stuff up, looking stuff up. But what, I just type it into like Google and just try and look awesome. at like websites and have them teach it to me that way. But like doing it on YouTube and like seeing it visually is so much easier. That's actually a great suggestion. Yeah, yeah. Because you hear it and see it. <laughs> right. Exactly. And I'm I'm a, I'm a visual learner, so it's definitely easier for me to see something rather than just hear definitely. it. I might, I, I, I might steal that from you. <laughs> yeah, you should. You should. <laughs> now, now moving into your time at GU, I know you talked about coming there. Was was it tough? coming to Gonzaga far from home? Because I, I know you moved to Minnesota where Shattuck was, but being in Spokane and then having your parents, your family all the way back in New York, was that a tough transition for you? Um, to be honest, no, not not too much. I think it was more, it was harder for my mom and uh, my family a little bit, but it was the same thing. It was like, it's like a flight away. They can't really tell, but I'm, I'm I am going a bit further, but it was different in the aspect where they couldn't really travel out as far or travel out as often because of how far it was. Right. Right. Uh, what was it about Gonzaga that eventually drew you to Spokane? Cause obviously I don't know if Gonzaga was on your list of schools when you were sort of in high school or was it? It was definitely. Um, or in high school, I didn't, I didn't really like have an idea until it, it was, it was just followed by soccer. And then, uh, when Gonzaga was definitely in, in my final pickings. And when I came on my visit, that was what did it for me is like the, I don't know, the unity here and like the culture here is uh, definitely unique um, from other places I went to. And so like, uh, it almost seemed fake because being from New York, people don't really hold the door open for you and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, New York's a very cutthroat place. <laughs> yeah, so, so uh, it almost seemed fake at first, but then I realized like how, how special that is. Definitely. Um, now I want to go into sort of your career just as a whole. How would you evaluate the, like the team's performance sort of each year of your time at GU? Do you guys do you feel like you've gotten better over your over your time here, or what are your thoughts? Hundred percent. Yeah. If it from the first year I got here to now, even the alumni like when they come back each year, they they even like say it themselves. Every year is just evolving a little bit better. Um, it's the program does as always you always have to grow and uh do more but 
we definitely, especially in like uh, winning, we've we're going up, and even though it's not at the rate we would like right now, it's a uh, it's definitely different than when I arrived in a good way. Right, and I know you had mentioned that at least in the couple in the first couple of years, you guys were loaded with a lot of underclassmen, which which would which proved obviously there could be a lot of potential there. But then also they just needed that experience and that time to sort of get used to everything. So where do you where do you see this team going in the next few years with all this talent that we have on the roster? Honestly, I, I see them on the same upward trend. Um, with from now they're like recruiting more Europeans mixed with uh, uh, recruits from America. It's like a it's it's cool when you like have a lot of adversity on your team, and so. Uh, I think it's only going to keep going up, and hopefully the the winning trend will uh, increase as well. Definitely. Now, now focus, focusing on you specifically, I'm curious what your, uh, a typical training day looks like for you, because as a midfielder, I feel like you guys have to be in the best shape, and 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 you're involved a lot in the game. So, what does a typical training day look like for you? Um. So yeah, right now compared to like say preseason is way different um, because in the summer we came off of like a, a very, how, how college is, it's a very congested, compact schedule. And so going from that in the summer straight to preseason and then straight into a season here, it uh, you're more like reserving your body and, uh, and then implementing things little by little. But the main focus is getting yourself back to 100%, staying Staying fit, staying uh, clean on your touches and stuff like that. So a typical day, in a nutshell, would be uh, wake up, like today, uh, training at 7 a.m. And then, wow. depending on the body, if like right now it's only a game a week instead of two. Right. So, uh, so I get to do more. So, for example, we'll have uh, lifts later, and then like tomorrow I'm going to add a, a personal training, depending on the load of the rest of the week and what tomorrow is like. So Got it. one to two sessions, but uh, quality more than quantity. Definitely. Were, were there any aspects of your game coming into this season that you wanted to improve upon that you felt was maybe a little lackluster last season? Yeah, definitely. Um, probably being in the midfield, it's you're, you're definitely up and down. And so it's, it's hard to know the times to, get in the box, for example. So I wanted to improve simply on my stats of like goal contributions. Right. And uh, I have a little bit and I'm, there's still games left. I think I'm, I'm, I'm maybe matched with last year, but uh, there's still games left. And so that's honestly the biggest thing. I mean, that's the whole game right there. So <laughs> Right, yeah. Um, on game days, do you have like a specific routine you go through or do you like like a superstition or anything or is each game sort of a new mindset for you? Yeah, no, that's funny you ask because I, I'm in high school. I'm like I was very, very superstitious, and uh, now I'm definitely less so, and realize that it's better to just honestly. The most important thing is like relaxing your mind. A lot of the guys on the team, we, I don't know if you heard the Wim Hof, Wim the Wim Hof method. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard yeah, about yeah. it. Yeah. So we do the Wim Hof breathing method, and then I, no I like to. That's like a daily routine, though. It's not like a superstition, and then. A little bit of like visualizing and uh, just relax. Right. <laughs> now into into your role as midfielder, I know you I know you touched on it briefly a second ago, but 
what exactly is your role on the team as a midfielder? Do you sort of run the offense? Are you in, in charge of getting people open? What's sort of your role on the team? I'd, I'd say it's, a, it's unique to the game. Um, you're kind of like, say if your team is temporary out of flow, because there's a lot of momentum shifts throughout the game. Right. Uh, and, and also mixed in with whatever the tactics are uh, beforehand. So you're kind of like the person that has to solve things when things aren't going well. And uh, you're relied on to create for others around you as well as to create for yourself at the same time. So honestly, that's, a, that's a, my favorite part about playing midfield is the creating aspect because it's just fun being on the ball. And then also creating off the ball is like an art in itself too. Were you always a midfielder from a young age, or did, did, did this position sort of come up as you as you were getting more experience? Um, always from a young age, actually. I was a midfielder, so yeah. So you definitely have a lot of experience, and you sort of sort of know the ins and outs. <laughs> a good amount, yeah. Now, if I'm not wrong, Coach Lewis has been with you your entire career, but his fir- your first year he was an assistant coach, correct? Yeah, exactly. Right. Or so... my my freshman year he wasn't there, but then he came for sophomore year okay got it so how has that experience been like for you playing with him as an assistant and then eventually obviously with him as a head coach it's a it's been really good actually it's a different than what it was when I got here um I'll say that but like it's he he the, the best part about playing is like being on the ball and being attacking minded and so he's definitely uh allowed us to do to do that more and uh recruited players to do that so it's been a lot more fun just simply playing just because uh of uh, the style of play how it how it adjusted since being here has he given you any sort of advice or, or lessons that have helped you along your path and your sort of your career here definitely uh it always it always fluctuates um depending on like uh what part of the season or how you've been playing recently but Mainly, it's just been um, him telling me to be uh, confident and like that I have kind of the right to do what I like, what I want. Kind of not not out of the system, but I have freedom in in my play to to do make decisions if I think they need to be made. And and I think that's the best sort of relationship a coach and player can have is a coach having trust in his player to do what he feels is right, but while also having sort of in the back of his mind, okay, like this is what the coach wants me to do. Sort of having that balance, I think, is huge between a coach and a player. Definitely. And since you Definitely. guys have figured it out, I feel like that's only only positive things from here on out. <laughs> yeah, 100%. Now, I, I know we talked about it at the beginning, but I want to sort of get back into your relationship with Demetrius because when we had him on the show last year, he talked about how, cl- how close the friends you guys were and just the amazing relationship you two had. What has it been like being with him at Shattuck and then again playing with him here at Gonzaga. Yeah, no, it's it's been amazing. He's family and uh, it's it's always a good time with him. We've been roommates our whole time here, actually. Uh, oh wow! And and yeah, since Shattuck, like uh, we've always been so close. He's more of he's more yeah he's more family a brother than than uh, a friend. But I won't tell them that. Tell them that. <laughs> Hopefully he doesn't listen to this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Never too space. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, okay, so now I want to get into so, sort of your uh, more off-the-field interests, so let people sort of get to know who who you really are. I think it's, it's going to be fun. It's just some fun questions. 
So I saw that you have aspirations to be in the MLS. Is that still a goal for you? And I'm curious what the process would be like for getting drafted once you leave Gonzaga. A hundred percent. Yeah. I, that is definitely the goal. Um, and I'm no matter where it is playing pro anywhere, like overseas. Um, cause I do have a, a passport recently. So I'm, I might go down that route route or might start in the U S not sure at the moment. Time will tell, but, um, definitely want to still. Yeah. How, how does one going about sort of getting their name in like the draft pool? Do you go to like certain camps or like combines or, or what is that process like? Um, that's a great question. It is, it is interesting because I've heard different things. Like some players, um, have, connections that like the word goes around and they'll they'll uh put your put a word out for you other players the coaches in the conference i think select um people but that I'm, i don't even like know if there's one solidified way i think it's just word of mouth and then um then there's a combine and people go out and play in the combine i think it's a couple days and from there then they do a draft i believe got it so it's pretty competitive then <laughs> Yeah, yeah, for sure. Now, do do you have plans for a post MLS career, a post soccer career? Like, because obviously, you know, you can't play soccer forever. But do you have any yeah. interest that you might want to get into post soccer? Yeah, definitely. Uh, honestly, getting my psychology. Um, oh gosh. Uh, degree. Wow, that's a, <laughs> <laughs> a little brain fart. It's okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> getting my psychology degree. I definitely want to go down that route more and. Post soccer, I uh, I'm probably gonna get my master's and either go into I believe I want to get into like sports performance and and uh, get into like therapy with athletes. That'd be kind of uh, interesting. Yeah. So so like physical therapy, like physical therapist. Um, but no, like men, like the like psychological. Oh, like in the mental, in the mental, oh, mental yeah, state. Yeah, got yeah. it. Okay, oh, like because I also read that there's a like um a section of psychology that's like sports psychology that's really taken a huge leap in, in the last few years. And so is that sort of what you would want to get into sports psychology? Yeah, exactly. Just because yeah. any athlete, it's honestly, the game is more in, in my opinion, mental than it is physical. Um, Definitely. Or harder. Yeah. I, I think you have to be an athlete sort of just to know how much mental wear and tear goes into preparing for a game, you know, playing in the game, the constant practicing and working out. It's, it's not easy. And so mental mental health for athletes is definitely definitely a big thing. Exactly. I'm, glad, I'm, so, I'm glad it's sort of getting the attention it deserves now, you know? Yeah, definitely. I also, so uh, moving on, I also saw that family has been a big part of sort of your life and your soccer career. Can you, and I saw that, you know, your dad was a huge influence on you, sort of had you dribbling a soccer ball from super young. W- what has that been sort of having your father in your corner and giving and him giving you the support to continue your soccer career? hundred percent. Yeah. Family. Uh, so I'm Albanian. Um, and I'm actually first generation American, but my family is Albanian. And oh, wow. That is like the family is like the main priority, the, the biggest value in the Albanian tradition. And so both my parents, my, my dad and mom, I'm so close with talk to almost every day. Um, if not every day. And, uh, they, the amount of risks, I mean, any parent, the amount of risks they took, and uh, things that they teach you and values that they instill in you is so important. I, I, I couldn't uh, do any of this without them. And so 
credit to them and also my brothers, my two older brothers. I I love them. They're just, they're good big big brothers. They gave me a lot of hard times, but they did so in a loving way. That's what brothers do. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay, so so I'm I'm curious now. Is there like a favorite Albanian dish that your parents make that you just love? <laughs> That's a great question. Uh, <laughs> yes, yes, there is. It's called the uh, either petala or palachinka, which is okay. <laughs> it's like this. Uh, how do I, it's like a, you know what a crepe is, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So basically, palachinka is a, a crepe, but it's mixed with like um, this. It's it tastes a lot better than it sounds, but <laughs> onion cheese, honey, and uh, but honestly, whatever you want in there. But interesting. Yeah, really good. What do, what do you get in yours? I get Albanian cheese, a li- like a little bit of sugar and and honey, but uh, it's like a it's like good. a occasional dish. Yeah, that sounds pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, <laughs> favorite favorite thing to do when you're not on the field or not playing? Ooh, uh, either watch the game or, <laughs> but no, <laughs> activity wise, I'd say, on anything like that gets I don't know a little bit of adrenaline. So like sometimes I. Okay. Like on a on a break, say uh, I'll meet up with um, some friends from the past, and we either go like cliff jumping or or oh that's so cool yeah or uh, diving or I went skydiving a few times. I'm gonna but... go skydiving for my 21st birthday, which is like in a month, to. and I'm and I'm so excited. You have my, bro- to, my, yeah. my brother and my dad have done it, and they tell me like, dude, it's the coolest thing ever, and I'm so jealous. The only thing <laughs> I have to worry about though is that I'm I'm like six four two fifteen. And so I just, I just got to pray that there's someone big enough to jump with me. <laughs> that's, yeah. the, that's the only yeah, thing I'm about. <laughs> there is. There definitely is. I uh, I highly recommend it. And that, that feeling of falling is, oh, dude, yeah, yeah. Wait. Just get ready for it. I can't wait. I, is it is it true that when you're when you're in free fall, unless you like you look to the side, you, like you don't realize how fast you're going? Oh, 100%. Because that's why, in my opinion, like the first eight seconds is amazing. Because like the... The rest of it, you're falling, but like the wind is holding you up, so it doesn't really feel like you're falling. That's why, like the the first eight seconds, as you're just twirling and just literally like weightless. Yeah, it, uh, it is such a an amazing experience. So yeah, it sounds so fun. I'm so excited. Yeah. <laughs> this is so cool. <laughs> um, okay, who is your favorite sports idol, and why do you look up to them? Oof. Um. I think the one, the most admirable one, in my opinion, is uh, one that is common, but Cristiano Ronaldo, he, just because off the field and on the field, like, he's just known for his, his discipline and uh, his work ethic. And so, like, he, he's not the most talented ability-wise, but his stats and his, uh, his performances show you that he's definitely debatable as most talented. And, uh, and even people who like speak about him, who've worked along him or alongside of him, he, they, they only have good things and good stories. Okay, so so I have to ask Ronaldo or Messi, and I need an answer. I need an answer. <laughs> this, is gonna, this is this is gonna contradict what I was just talking about. But, <laughs> but Messi, <laughs> I think Messi's just undeniable, like the way, he, the way he plays. But but Ronaldo, like honestly, I just enjoy them both so much that it's. It is hard to pick, but messy if I had to choose one. Fair enough. Fair enough. Okay, who's your pick to win the World Cup? Is it one? Of, is it Argentina or Portugal? Or are you going? 
You're going somewhere else. Um. Okay, the, my top three is not in order, but Brazil, Argentina, and Germany, which is okay. Okay, that, that's fair. That's respectable. Yeah. Where do where, where do you see where do you see the U.S. How, how far do you think they make it? I, I just I don't know how how convinced I am by the manager, but by the the players and the when it gets to the World Cup, I mean like everything changes because right. every single game matters, which alter, alters every decision, every everything. So, um, I, I'd say pretty good. I'm I'm hoping that they get to the quarters. I because I, I know we have um, England in our in our in our pool. I think we have Wales, right? And then I forget the fourth team. Um, it's Iran. Iran. So, and and two teams make it out of of each pool. So, I mean, it would make sense. I, I hope that we can make it out along with England. I would presume. But I mean, yeah, who knows, man. I'm excited. I'm excited. We're definitely expected to. But again, you don't know with the World Cup. <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. Uh, this might be a little controversial, but I want to know who is the best FIFA player on the team. Oh my gosh! Every time, every time, I will back myself any day. D love would it. love to tell you that it's him, and he probably lies a lot about how many times. No, honestly, D's really good. He's he's definitely probably the best. But again, I'll back myself. Do you, do do you guys have like teams that you play with every time? Who's your who's your go to team? You know what I mean, D. We. When we play, we do like the we do random teams a lot. Like we like to switch okay, it up a fair, lot. Fair. Yeah. Is there a team you're best with? Probably Dortmund. Dortmund. Oh, that's good. They're very yeah. good. What about yeah. Demetrius? Who, who would his best team be? Uh, his best team is probably Barca. Yeah. Fair enough. That that that, that, that has to be the matchup next time you guys play Dortmund versus Barca. Oh yeah, I'll, and we'll get final final bragging rights on who's the better yeah. player. <laughs> I'm excited for it. Um, okay, go to goal celebration. Uh, I get I get a lot of uh, criticism that that my celebrations are plain and boring. Um, <laughs> but honestly, every time it's kind of it. It's either a knee slide or a or like a, a fist pump in the air. Would, would um, you ever do like a C? <laughs> Honestly, would you ever do that? Would you ever pull it out? I would for fun. I definitely would for fun. Or maybe uh, game game like winning a- goal ninetieth minute. Just just go and just pull it out. That'd be stuff. That'd be stuff. Oh dope. my! If it's if it's a game winning ninetieth minute, you're just you're going to the fans and you're going crazy in a dog pile. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I've I've always wanted to do it. Just score a goal. Just try to jump as high as you can. Just so <laughs> yeah, hundred yeah, percent. And then just hear everybody say it around you. So cool. <laughs> you saw that video of Speed doing it at the at so that sidemen game. <laughs> yeah, he just kept doing it. That was one of the best videos I saw all day. I was like, that is the funniest so thing ever. <laughs> um, okay, last question. Uh, favorite moment at Gonzaga, whether it be on the field or off the field. Oh, favorite moment at Gonzaga. Um. Honestly, there there was a a preseason game and and I had a free kick against UW and it was my sophomore year and uh, we tied in that game but it was a free kick from far out and uh, and we had a huge crowd in attendance so it was it was just fun it was just a good time yeah God that sounds 
I feel like that's just a, that's such a cool moment for you. It's like scoring here in the crowd. That that sounds so dope. Yeah, it's it's also like when you see the on a free kick when you see the ball travel into the net. Oh yeah, it's, I I I I played soccer until I was like in sixth grade, but I but I was but I was always goalkeeper, so I was in the goal. And, oh. and yeah, so so like I wasn't bad, like I was a good goalkeeper, but the, the kids I was playing with were like so good. So every game would be like seven to zero, and I just get like so bored in the goal. And I, I'd, I'd always ask my coach to put me out in the field, and he just never would. But you he know. never, even when, even when you were, he up, never so did. He never did. He wow. wanted me. To, it, it would it would get so bad where we would it would be, we'd be up like seven zero, and we'd have a free kick, and our coach would give like a sign to one, to our kicker, and he'd say like basically like purposely just kick it over the goal, because this oh. this was like an elementary school, so we couldn't be beating teams like nine nothing. So he literally would give our, our kicker a sign just to kick it over the goal just so we can get on with the game. So basically you were, you were just standing in the back then? I was just standing in the back. Like oh, I, wow. I I think I only allowed like two goals all season, but that, that's just because like we like barely had any shots on goal. <laughs> it's, it, but I mean, that's I should have allowed zero at, at that point, but it's okay. <laughs> Well, but yeah. my point being that soccer is is a really good sport, and when I did score goals, it was it was fun. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a unique feeling for sure. It's a unique feeling, man. Well, Frankie, I want to thank you for coming on. It was an absolute pleasure. I know you guys have some games left, so we'll be rooting you on and cheering you guys on, and good luck with the rest of the season, man. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. I had a good Absolutely. time. Absolutely. What's up, guys? Welcome to another edition of the Gonzaga Sports Recap. Your teams were up to, to a lot this past week, so let's get right into it. Starting with the women's volleyball team, they picked up the biggest win, arguably in program history, this last week, taking down the 22nd-ranked Pepperdine Waves in a five-set thriller, earning the program their first victory versus a ranked opponent in program history. Definitely a shocker, I must say. You know, their season obviously hasn't been going too well. Record isn't really that great, but for them, no, you know, really come together and get a win like this, especially without Kennedy Croft as well, who did not play in that in this game. To get a win without your best player against a ranked team is a huge, huge accomplishment for the Zags. They were led they were led with Zoe Thyros, who had an amazing twenty one kills, followed by McKenna Marshall who had twelve and and freshman Autumn Larson who had eleven kills. The team's next game will be this Thursday, October twenty seventh, in Provo against the BYU Cougars, so good luck to the Zags. The men's soccer team lost 2-1 to to Pacific this past Saturday in Spokane in their most recent match. Logan Dorsey scored the lone goal for the Zags, his seventh goal of the season. Their next game is tonight, the 26th at 7 p.m. here in Spokane at Luger Field, so go make sure to go check out the men's soccer team. The women's soccer team, in their last two games, beat LMU 3-0 and lost to the number 19-ranked BYU Cougars 2-1. Marissa Garcia, Maddie Kemp, and Kate Doyle were the goal scorers for the Zags over that two-game span, with Marissa Garcia scoring two goals. The next, Their next game is this Saturday, October 29th, against St. Mary's here in Spokane as well. So a lot of home games for your favorite Gonzaga teams coming up. For the men's and women's cross-country team, they both compete in the Down River Classic today in Spokane. We will have those results, results for you for the next episode, so good luck to the men's and women's cross-country team. Their next meet is also in the WCC Championships coming up this Friday. The men's golf team has been off since our last episode, but they have the, uh, their, their tournament coming up at the University of Hawaii starting on the October 28th. 
So good luck to the men's golf team. The women's golf team is currently competing in the Rainbow Wahine Invitational at the University of Hawaii. Today, I believe today is the last day of the event. We will have those results for you next episode. For the men's tennis team, they have also been off since our last episode. Uh, their next match won't be until November 4th, where they host the Gonzaga Invitational. And finally, for the women's tennis team, they compete in the Gonzaga Invitational this weekend. And we will have those results for you guys next time as well. Until then, we'll see you guys next time. Thanks for tuning in.